0: Hello everyone, I'm Bruce Dorsey. I picked some topics I thought were worth talking about during the first unit that we'll cover today. All of them relate to developing skills of understanding the material. For example, the close reading strategies help us think about how to read to understand an article better. Then knowing the context behind the event is even better because it might reinforce something you already knew or learn more on a subject. However. The most important thing is figuring out if the information is sound to you and credible. These topics relate to our current study of why 1750 is a good place to start in world history by helping us understand why this period of change was so significant. Throughout the week, we learned about applications for these concepts. For example, the crying man. Without context, it was just a black and white picture of a crying man. With context, it was a famous picture of the reaction of the French people watching their soldiers march through Marseille after France surrendered in World War II. French soldiers were taking their own flags away to safeguard them in Africa from Germany's occupation of France. Citizens only saw those facts come back near the end of the war five years later. First up, close reading strategies. Have you ever read a book that you had to do for an assignment but couldn't help but forget some details? It might have been because of the way you're reading it. Studying something because you have to will inevitably cause you to want to skim over it without really understanding what was read. In world history, reading an article of information is broken up into three separate readings. Skimming, understanding, evaluating, and collaborating. Skimming is self-explanatory. The reading... The reader looks at the beginnings of paragraphs, headings, and images before moving on. After skimming, though, you have to actually read all of it so you have no trouble telling someone a lot about it. And lastly, you read one more time in order to see how it relates to whatever your assignment unit is. This way of reading will help you. But like I said earlier, having context matters. Context is defined as the circumstances that form the setting for an event statement or idea, allowing us to fully understand and assess. I mentioned the crying man and how context was important to know the importance of that single photo. However, context can be applied in a different way in the form of frames. There are many types of frames, but the ones we learned about in class were communities, networks, and production and distribution. Frames are like lenses you can use to view an event in another way to get a better understanding of it. An easy explanation would be, like, why didn't some bandits hop on the train if they lost their horses? What if that particular nation didn't construct trains until a certain point in time that the bandits didn't live in? Which would relate to production and distribution, as well as the community frame. History will never give you the full story unless you're actually there. People can only know so much after all happens. A minute or two ago, I decided it was important to know that the information you get is the right source and not some made-up story. Misinformation isn't uncommon nowadays, and historical narratives can make one side seem better than it actually was. A tool we learned to tell the truth is called Claim Testers. That's separated into four sections. Intuition, authority, logic, and evidence are used every time we are met with information subconsciously. We can focus and apply them to our history class with things like essays and other research assignments that require valid information to avoid confusion. What I believe is that unless we use all the claim testers, guaranteeing that you get the best source isn't always right only trusting your intuition or logic might not always be the correct option since no one knows all the answers so why not see if the source has a good background or good evidence to back their claim This information, or the lack of knowledge, might give you the perspective of a single story. Earlier in the unit, we learned about a Nigerian writer, Adachi, who spoke about the dangers of a single story and how it affected her. In her TED Talk, she described how her views of a poor family that moved near her changed dramatically in the year she turned eight. The only thing my mother told us about him was that his family was very poor. My mother sent yams and rice and her old clothes for his family. And when I didn't finish my dinner, my mother would say, Finish your food, don't you know? People like Fiddy's family have nothing. She was astonished one Saturday when she visited his village and, her, and his mother showed her a beautifully patterned basket made from Fiddy's brother. Since all she knew about the family was that they were poor, she couldn't even think about the possibility that they could make anything. Which is really something when you think about it. Today, viewing our historical events like this impacts the way we make sure to keep ourselves on track in the age of the internet. There is no doubt that the freedom of this global network gives anyone access to opinions and supposed facts that are crazy when fact-checked. It's up to you to know the truth of the matter and seek out the information with the knowledge to know where to look, without naming any particular countries or political sides. Many events that have occurred lately in the political world that are fueled with information that can disrupt the facts purposely. It's starting to get a little scary how much these skills are becoming useful in the world outside a page in a book. That's all for now. I'll talk to you later. See ya.